Good day and welcome to the Rec Tech Showdown with Louise Tryons. In this episode, Louise welcomes Rick Richards of Staff Up App, where he chats about apps for staffing and recruitment firms and how it helps their brand stand out, deepen engagement with candidates and ultimately drive more placements. Hello and welcome to the Rec Tech Showdown. Um, I'm Louise Triance from UK Recruiter. Um, this is a weekly show in which I grill a guest about their project, about their offering, about what they do within the recruiting space. Um, just a couple of housekeeping points before we get started. So if you're watching this live on Facebook or LinkedIn, please pop a note in the comments um, and we'll say hi with you after the show. If you're watching live on Crowdcast, um, you're welcome to put a comment um, in the sidebar um, and we'll come to that if we can join the show. If after the show you're watching this on any of those channels on Catch Up or you're watching it on my blog, I'll make sure to include a link so you can get in touch with my guest, Rick, um, and his organisation. Um, and at any point, drop me a note, louise at ukrecruiter.co.uk, um, and I can help you with any of the um, items we've discussed today. So the purpose of this show is for me to ask Rick um, a few tricky questions to get to the bottom of what his product is, who, who it's for, um, and how best to move forward with it. So let's get started. Rick, could you introduce yourself and your company? Hello. Thanks for having me, first of all. So I'm the founder and CEO of Staff Up App. I'm also the founder and CEO of Groove Development. We're a mobile app development firm, but Staff Up App is our entry into the recruiting industry where we provide a, a mobile app for the, for the industry that is branded to your firm and um, ready for your candidates, active and passive to download and use. Okay, great. So your background is in technology and in creating uh, mobile apps. It's a market you know an absolute ton about. How did you get started with this? So I'm a software engineer by profession. Uh, and then about 10 years ago, I started a mobile app development firm. So we built lots of native apps for lots of firms, some larger firms. We built uh, Motorola, a Wi-Fi apps, some apps for Intel, uh, other larger apps around the, the country, and lots of local apps. And about you know, five or six years ago, recruiting firms started coming to me asking for a custom app. Right. So the cost, however, is, is, is pretty uh, prohibitive to, to build native iPhone, native Android in the backend system to drive it. So right. after a few firms started asking this and then not really moving forward with the contract, I thought, no, I think I can build this to where it's brandable for any firm. So it looks 100% like their app. Yep. You know, we maintain it and we grow it, et cetera. So that's how uh, uh, Staff Up App started about uh, two years or so ago. Because what, what we want as recruiters is actually quite similar. I mean, in a minute, I'm going to talk about the different types of recruiters you work with. But essentially, the process is very similar for anybody in the recruiting space. And so I guess that the expertise you've got in creating this app, there's no reason why everyone can't have the same basic functionality, which you know, is work, which you know works. Right. I would say uh, probably 80% of the functionality is the same across the board, yeah. but our system allows you to configure it to fit you. So mm -hmm. like I said, the, the app is 100% branded for you. So yeah. it's your, your logos, your colors, you know, your, your ATS job data is pulled down. So it looks like you fully built a native custom app, uh, but the system allows you to configure certain features of it that you may want, may not want, uh, that others uh, may or may not want. So it, it's configurable. 
yeah okay so you're not you're not buying something just off the shelf this is obviously still a bespoke to you but using the the, the back technology that you know works exactly yeah so who's the target client for this who do you who do you engage with if i'm watching this and i'm a recruitment agency or i'm an in-house recruiter who's it best for so it is for both. So it's for the firm and the individual recruiter. But but here's the real uh, benefit of it. You know, it is a candidate experience app. So it allows you to extend your brand to your candidates. You're active and passive. I know you can reach them uh, just as you can using text message. I know our system provides text messaging. But it also provides push notification. So really, anyone who has the app, you can now reach. You know, and once they create a profile, you can now reach them uh, specifically or individually and in groups. So it really allows you to extend your brand, extend your your uh, placements, and um, really utilize the app in the way mobile is really being used today. Okay, and I'm going to probably come back to that a bit more about the push notifications and the messaging. But I'm interested in knowing, I mean, you said anyone can use it. Is there a specific sector or level of hiring that it works best for? I mean, are some people just not using apps or are some using them more than others? So, well, it depends on who you're referring to. So, candidates want the app. So, okay. you can see from statistics across the board in every way, uh, candidates are now saying, you know, they want to engage with a company, not just the firm in recruiting, you know, but any company they want to engage with you using your mobile app. Uh, mm -hmm. In fact, only 14% of mobile app users or mobile users go to mobile-based browsers. So, they yeah. expect to have an app for an organization and, and don't really use the uh, browsers or web pages as okay. much. That's that's astonishing. So I think that, um, you know, historically we've talked to um, recruiters and to corporates about improving the mobile experience on their site for job seekers because we know that job seekers are mobile and they're using mobile technology. But right. you're, you're saying that's that's not that's not the right way to go, or it's not enough. Well, I'm not saying it's not the right way to go. First, you have to have mobile responsive website. Otherwise, you shot yourself in the foot, right? So that's the first entry, and that was the case, you know, uh, years ago, maybe four or five years ago. You had to have a mobile responsive website, but today, you know, compare going to um, say Uber mm -hmm. on the app, and if Lyft was only a web-based product, going to Lyft, you no, know, there'd be no comparison, right? You no, know, nice. consumers expect it on mobile. They expect the responsiveness. They expect the speed and the, the features that uh, mobile brings. Yeah, and I think that's um, what's happening, isn't it? Is that job seekers are individuals, and we're not going to our bank on our browser. We want the app for our mobile banking. Um, you book seats at the cinema. You don't go to the cinema's website on your phone. You expect the app for it. Exactly. I tell this story all the time. You know, when my kids were in college, I would be in front of my computer working, and they call and say, "Hey, Dad, can you add money into our account?" And mind you, I'm in front of my computer but I reach my phone and I grab my banking app because I know it. it's so fast. I know where it is. You know, it's intuitive at this point. Yeah. And I, I noticed that I do that for almost everything. You know, I, I'll do it mobile first before I even consider on uh, going to the browser. And I think most people are either like that or they're getting that way. Certainly millennials and Gen Zs uh, will never go to a browser. Now, they're, they're only going to use mobile apps. Okay, so it's a real, really big pull for um, recruiters to, to consider this and to um, be looking at having an app rather than just a mobile website experience. Um, I don't know, are there other people in the market like you? How are you different in terms of what your business does? Yeah, so there are some on-demand apps. You know, you have, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
Temp Buddies, which was recently acquired by uh, Bullhorn through, yeah. um, you know, um, e recruit I believe. Um, there's others. Uh, Shift was just acquired by Indeed. So there are other on-demand, but they're more, you know, a client has a job, you know, fill it right away, you know, tell us your availability. And that's mm -hmm. more of an on-demand job placement. Mm -hmm. okay? We're more of a candidate experience, candidate engagement. So mm -hmm. it's an extension of what you already do. You know, they get your job listings on the app real time. So you don't have to, they never have to refresh to get your latest jobs. Once they install the app, they immediately put in keywords that are important to them. You know, if they're looking for a Java position or a nursing position or an industrial position, they put those keywords in the app. Then they're only notified when there's matches for those positions. So to get a push notification, you know, when, when something's available, they get that nice little badge on the phone that tells them something is ready. Um, and you get their attention right away. You don't have to uh, send them an email or, or hope that they go to your website and, and look for a job. Okay. You see, that's interesting. I think I've made an assumption that it would be especially useful for those gig economy type jobs. So for, um, you know, in the hospitality space or construction. But, but you're saying it's not just for those type of applicants. Absolutely. There's a whole sector uh, in mobile that will target those particular type of jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, reaching those type of people. Um, and of course, you know, our roadmap shows some enhancements to our system that we can allow this. Most of our firms don't want uh, on-demand. They really want to just extend their, their reach and their brand and get uh, easy applies. Uh, they want certainly referrals. And you'd be surprised, I think uh, many firms don't have a referral program. Mm -hmm. um, but if they do, they're not really fleshed out uh, with our app. Imagine now uh, when you want to if, if, say, for example, a, a, a engineering position came into me and I'm not interested in it, but I know everyone in engineering in my area. I know who's looking. I know who's not happy. You know, so it's easy to send them a referral. Before our app, you'd have to first remember the phone number or email address, look it up, look up the phone number or email to the recruiter you want to send it to. With the app, you're going to the app, you're going to the contacts, mm -hmm. select the person from the contact, and you can send them a text or a, uh, an email directly from the app. And the system tracks all that and, and notifies the recruiter and recruiting firm that they've got a new referral, uh, et cetera. So it, it's uh, uh, mobile friendly. It's, it's, the, it's the, um, you know, the, the uh, modern way of, of sending a referral. Yeah. And that, that alone for a recruitment firm or a hiring company has got to be a reason to invest in something like that. We know that referral recruitment is really successful and that those people are more likely to engage, more likely to stay, more likely to perform. Exactly. So if we can make it, I mean, almost instantaneous. I mean, is there not a risk, though, that the, the, the job seeker sees a job and it's not quite right for them and they think, oh, I'll send that, I'll send the details of Bob and Stuart and Fred. I guess you could almost become swamped by referral, referrals coming into you if, if, if you've got engaged job seekers. Who's or who you're referring to? The recruiter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that would be a problem all recruiters would want. Yeah. You know, they're getting a lot of referrals, you know, and they can uh, filter through the ones they don't want or the ones that fit well. So yeah. I think that would be a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, I'm sure you're right. Okay, so so I totally get why you'd use it, and I think it's absolutely brilliant from that perspective. But how, as a firm, do you ensure the candidate downloads that app? When, they, when we, we know that there's job board apps mm -hmm. and things like SIFT, how do you get the job seeker to engage enough to do that? So that's a great question. So uh, many firms ask the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. I, they think they've got to get their marketing department involved all the time, which is not always the case. You know, um, in our experience, sometimes the marketing department drives it, sometimes it's operations, sometimes it's others within the organization. But the great thing is you have to do almost nothing more than you already do. 
you know, mm-hmm. our, our main point uh, of marketing is we say when a recruiter is talking to anyone, uh, current candidate, past candidate, or whoever, they always say, hey, don't forget to download our mobile app. So you've already got that contact point. Um, okay. We also require, or not require, we, we ask the firms to send out, you know, to their current database, active and passive candidates, send it out via your email or text, however you currently communicate with them, let them know you've got a mobile app. You'd be surprised how many will download it, just, you know, you asking. Yeah. If you then make that more of a drip campaign and you send it out once, and then a few months later you send it out again, you're going to get such a, a huge um, response rate to people downloading your app. Next, we ask them to put the app on their website, of course, right? You know, we have a mobile app. You know, they put it on their website, clients that go there can download it. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we say at the bottom of any job posting you already post, you know, put download our mobile app at the bottom of your job postings. So there's no extra marketing you've got to do to, um, to have uh, active and passive candidates download your app. No, okay. And I guess, I guess that makes sense, doesn't it? And the, the, in the same way you're saying, um, you know, you're interested in this job, please send your CV in, please visit our ATS, please download our app. And I guess that when you're engaging with a person at that stage, that's um, easier to convert them. And it sounds like you help talk them through that process of how to engage an existing database. Right. But, but what about a passive candidate? How do you get to somebody who's just passing by? Is there any, I mean, it, it seems... Like there might not be much incentive for them to do it. Well, it's the same thing. You know, you've got a database of your passive candidates. You know, so you send them a email saying or a, a email or text saying, "Hey, we've got a mobile app now." I know you're not looking, but put a, a keyword in our in our app, and when anything's available, we'll send you a, a match request. You also have the ability to send a referral to your network if the match doesn't fit you. So uh, I think you know, um, if we were to show the statistics, I believe the number of passive candidates are pretty high relative to the uh, active candidates because people are interested in sending referrals. Yeah, I remember this from when I was a working engineer. You no know, recruiters would say, you "No, know, um, we didn't really uh, send out a a referral bonus because we didn't think engineers at you know the salary level would be interested in five hundred dollar bonus." Yeah. And you would be shocked. You know, if it takes me ten seconds to send a referral recommendation yeah. to someone, why wouldn't I do that, right? No. So, so you know, I, I think that is underutilized in the uh, recruiting industry, sending out. Um, uh, making your referral uh, program very well known and, and regardless of the uh, the amount, make sure everyone you know knows about your referral program. I think you'd be surprised at how many um, responses you get. Yeah, no, it seems like a really cute use of it um, and a way to engage people. And I guess the other thing is that, that maybe two years ago, some of us were worried about the number of apps we have on our phone and, you know, you had a rubbish iPhone with not enough memory and you had to delete one off. People don't have that problem anymore. They don't mind having 40 apps. Well, that's a good point. So uh, that reminds me of your, your previous question. You said, um, you know, candidates may have Indeed, Monster, other apps yeah. on their, their phone. They may very well, but they're unlikely to have multiple uh, recruiting firm apps on their phone. You no, know, yeah. they've got a relationship with you. you no, know, yeah. right. So you, you already established that relationship, and if you have them uh, or get them to download your app, all of a sudden they're very sticky now, right? Whereas yeah. before you have to know their phone number, right, know their email address. If you just get them to download your app, you can now send them a push notification. They don't even have to create a profile. You, you already know they're an app user. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's it's very powerful in um, in in a sort of a digital business card that you basically hand to someone, and all of a sudden you're got a really a much tighter coupling with them yeah and that brings me on to my next question which is about the job seeker experience how does it feel for a job seeker so they 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 download the app and what sort of information are they entering what do we need to ask from them right so they can enter no information if they choose or they can enter a very short profile 
In fact, we recommend that the profile stay very uh, sparse, you know, name, phone number, email, you know, and those sort of things. You ask basic information. Mm -hmm. the, the recruiting firm can actually add more fields if they want. They can configure it any way they want. But our default is those four or five fields. Okay. Uh, we find that candidates will almost always fill it out if it's short. Mm -hmm. um, and if they want to apply, you know, you can uh, follow up with other information, but you want to get them to apply to your position. Mm -hmm. Right. And the way to get them to apply is making that process very quick, very easy. On a website, for example, if they want to apply, they've got to now find their resume from their uh, virtual system or their, their local drive. Um, they've got to log into it sometimes, you know, and, it's in, in, and statistics have been shown that uh, you get a huge drop off in people trying to apply because there's either too many questions and or getting to their CV is difficult. So they you know they come back later or they don't. You know, so you lose a lot of people. Yeah, surprisingly, most firms don't track their bounce rate, meaning someone goes through their apply process, they started it and then left, right? Mm -hmm. I think if they did, they'd be shocked at the number of people they're losing. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes sense, doesn't it? Why, you know, you're applying for a job um, in a maybe a, a candidate-rich market. You do not want to lose these precious job seekers. Exactly. You want every touch point. So even if that person isn't applying for a job, you want to know about them. So you want to get their short profile information. But uh, the apply process we make even easier uh, in the app because you know you never have to log into your virtual system. So once you have it on your phone, your Dropbox, Box Drive, whatever you have, uh, you can easily grab it from the apply process, and, and it stores all that information. So you never have to log in to to get to your 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 resume or CV. Yeah. No, so, really like okay, and, and the the notifications. So if stuff come, if, if jobs come up which match your profile, is that just a, a ping up on your phone to say check this out? It is. It's a normal push notification. Now you get it on your uh, closed screen or, or app is open and or if the app is closed, you get that nice little badge on the, the app icon that tells you there's something there to check. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. So what sort of, um, I mean, we'll, we'll talk a bit about the pricing model later, but what sort of return on investment could a firm expect to see um, from offering something like this to their job seekers, to their candidates? Right. So we wanted to make it a, uh, a no brainer compared to um, custom app development. Because custom map development is very expensive. You know, like we said, it's, you know, you're going to range in the you know, U.S. 200K or so for a basic mobile app, uh, native app, not including the, the maintenance or the, you know, other enhancements to the app over the, the years. So we make it a very straightforward process. There's no contracts. It's $549 a month and, uh, and cancel any time. Uh, and there's no setup fee. You know, all we really ask is that you acquire from your ATS or you ask from your ATS um, a, a, a third party authentication key. Yeah. And then we get your uh, your branding information, your logo, your color scheme, your um, you know, your color guidelines. And we brand the app and make it look exactly like your you know, your firm's app. Wow. Pretty straightforward. So even one referral would certainly cover the, the costs of that, the, the, the additional hiring cost and advertising cost of that and the manpower cost. Um, and I guess the ability to engage with people so much uh, more swiftly. And like you said, they're more engaged. They're, they're already part of your network once they've got that app. Right. So I, mean, I, think, I think the way mobile is going now, now, if you don't have a mobile app for your business, First, you're going to start looking staunchy, right? A little, no dated. So, uh, secondly, you want to access these people. You know, if you've made the effort to have a touch point with them, you've contacted them some way, somehow, you know, you've made a, a connection with them, yeah. you want to keep that sticky as possible. Today, there's no real good way of making it sticky unless they give you some contact information, you know, email or phone number. 
um, email is almost never used. Nice. You know, if you're a millennial or a Gen Z uh, and, and even uh, you know, others, rarely check emails. I get so many emails. You know, my inbox is always full. I can show you now my account for number of emails that are unanswered. Just ridiculous, right? It gets to a point where you, know, you can't really answer all the emails that come in. So things get lost. If it's something as important as looking for a position you know, or you have a position available, you want to get that out before anyone else sees it, no, because you're competing with lots of other people, right? Yeah. So you want to get your, your position out there as soon as possible to either get placements or to get a referral to that to mm -hmm. that position. So it, it's you know, it's a modern way of communicating. It really is. Yeah. Um, no, it is swift, and it is where the applicant is spending their time, isn't it? Right. Um, can I just come back to something you said, we talked about a little bit before, which is about what the client the client organisation has to do? Because it seems to me that you know you you have this app with maybe four questions you ask the job seeker, but does it does it the marketing get involved? Does it take regular input? I'm interested in knowing how much work it is for a client. Well, I think the the interesting thing about this industry is that there are so many differences within it. You know, one firm will say something like, um, you know, our applications go through our ATS. Straight through our ATS. Another firm will say, that's ridiculous. Our, for our, our applications have to go through our parser first. You know, and so there, there, there's differences in the way you do things. So it's the same for how in, uh, organizations are structured internally. Sometimes we have the marketing department says we have to be involved. You no, know, we've got to make sure this is exactly how you know, our, our, um, you know, our look and feel needs to be reflected and or how do we market out to the active and passive candidates. Mm. Others say, no, it's our operations department you know, got, has to be involved to make sure it roll out a new software product. So we see the range. So we don't really think, we don't target any particular segment of the, uh, the firm to, to, to um, you know, uh, uh, position the app to. They tell us, you know, so you normally get interest from a, uh, you know, a uh, top level person and they either push it down to a director or, or operations and then they, they take it from there. But um, once we give our you no know, uh, ten marketing points or so, they then send that through the organization and figure out where the best place is to do what. Some guys, some firms will do uh, one segment will go to their website team, you know, the IT, and then the, the reach outs will go to the marketing department. So it just depends on how your your structure is as a firm. And I guess if you're putting content in the app, that could be potentially be the same, similar content to what's on your website. So in terms of um, advice for candidates or um, you know that that type of thing. I guess you're not really necessarily recreating content. It's just another forum to distribute it to interested candidates. Yeah, you definitely don't want to recreate content for the app. There's no added uh, work. You don't have to, for example, add your 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 job in your ATS and then also add it in the app. You know, no, we pull directly from your ATS. So there's only one place, uh, one source of your 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 jobs and your content. And the mm -hmm. same is true for your um, documents, like you mentioned, a PDF or something you want your candidates to have. You know, there's areas in the app, you know, career resource area where you can put uh, PDFs or videos or whatever you want that you normally would have on your website th that they'd have to search for is now in the handy menu on the app. Yeah. The same for links on your site. If you have custom links or areas you want to send candidates to, they simply go into your menu on the app and select that that link and then go to uh, your your mobile responsive uh, portion of your site for that for that content. Okay. I, I can totally see how that works. Um, and I like the fact that, again, it's putting it where they want to be. And I, I was going to ask you about questions that potential clients might have or concerns they might have. So when you're, when you're pitching to a potentially new client, is, is, there, is there stuff regularly you hear from them, which is, you know, I'm interested in this, but? But the two things we get are the two things we've already talked about. One is 
Now, how will I get active and passive candidates to download the app? You know, so we address that mm -hmm. and that, you know, it's nothing extra you have to do, just these add-ons that you, you already do. Mm -hmm. And then the, the second is we have a mobile responsive website. Why do we need an app? And again, five years ago, I would say, you know, probably not a big reason, but today, you know, you need an app because your candidates aren't going to your mobile responsive websites. They're just not going there. You know, they want it on a, a mobile app in order to, to interact with you. So those are the two main concerns we generally get. And it, and it seems to me that second point is just a lack of awareness that I think that probably I'm not alone in making an assumption that many people when they they would be using their, their, their phone browser to look at mobile enabled sites. And I guess that, that the more you can um, raise the awareness of that is not how individuals are using the technology, the more that they can see, well, something like this, so actually quite a low cost per entry would be really quite attractive. Um, I yeah. think that's, that, yeah, I think it's just them, them recognizing that, that, that maybe their assumption is wrong. Well, it's almost, it's like the uh, bounce rate we were talking about. Most firms don't know the bounce rate for applications, and they also don't know the usage rate for uh, mobile browsers. Now, these are uh, analytics that are you know, sometimes not obvious to track, and, yeah. and usually just assume that, no, you have a mobile responsive website, people are going there. But you know, there's lots of statistics in the, uh, uh, in the industry that you can find that, that show that uh, I know people just aren't, in general, across the mobile usage just aren't going to mobile responsive browsers. They're, they're using mobile apps instead. So those two things um, matched up with this push notifications, the messaging um, and the referral recruitment opportunity, which I think benefits both parts. It's lovely to help a friend get a job and it's great as a recruiter to make a hire without almost any effort. Right. So those two things added in as well are things you just don't get from a normal website, are they? Right. I don't see how you could, you know, uh, getting an email, um, sending an email to someone for a referral or, or uh, an onerous app, online application process is just becoming really prohibitive for, for um, recruiting firms. And it's really uh, putting you behind if that's what you generally do. Um, you know, it's, it's not the modern way to, to get referrals. It's, it's not even the modern way to get applications anymore. So no. the world is changing pretty quickly. And, and I think it's pretty um, uh, much being driven by uh, millennials and Gen Z's, of course, but it really applies to everyone else, you know, um, my yeah. banking example is, I think, is a good example for uh, you know, people of my generation that you know, everyone is uh, going mobile. When yeah. uh, you know, your, your grandmother now has a, a mobile app, you know, it's, pretty, you know, it's pretty indicative that, that you know, um, apps are really the, the, the modern yeah. way that people communicate. No, totally, totally agree. You're absolutely right. It's not generational. You know, my, my, if you want to order a pizza, you do it on your mobile app. Um, or your food shopping. Um, so what are the steps to getting started if someone wanted to, do, do you do demos? Do you do a trial? How do you set someone up to, to get kicked off with this? Yeah, certainly. So they, they contact us at you know, staffupapp.com and set up a demo. Mm -hmm. We're running through, we're showing the app live on a, a, a virtual um, a go to meeting. show them the backend system that, has, that shows you how you can send a text message or a push notification, uh, manage all your content, so it's pretty easy to, to manage and, and use. And we show you the app live. Um, and then um, from there, we only ask that you request your third-party authentication from mm -hmm. your ATS mm -hmm. uh, and then provide us with your branding requirements, you know, your, your, your logo colors and your, your color schemes and, 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 and those sort of things. 
We get the app out basically within seven days, you know, and you're up and running in the app store with your own app named, you know, your name, your company name and you know, your, your full branding. That seems incredibly simple um, to do for somebody to get that turned around so quickly. And then I guess as soon as you've got that, are you, are you helping them with that onward messaging? With the what messaging? messaging the messaging to engage the existing database i mean is that is that something you share your experience around we do normally they they have their own uh way they speak to their their you know, their community but we tell them what, what works well um and then of course we give them the 10 point marketing tips uh, to help them you know start tickling down ticking down the the, the list of things they should do mm -hmm. um and yeah they're, they're basically off and running at that point we make it as easy as possible you know it's like I said, it's pretty modern and, and mobile and everyone really knows how to use it. Um, I think a lot of resistance uh, a person might have is that it, it they, they aren't really used to marketing mobile apps and they think there's a big you know, uh, uh, thing you've got to do to make that happen. And it really is very intuitive, very seamless. I think I think the thing is that as you know, there's other there's other sectors, there's other spaces where everybody is doing this. So if you were setting up a um a food delivery service you would know that everybody else does this you'd have to do it and then you'd right. be competing right. with other people i think almost maybe the issue is that other people aren't already doing this so you you could really stand out as a recruiter with an offering like this you just have to get your head around the fact that you should do it exactly and then again the cost was so prohibitive right no you couldn't do it before you really couldn't go out and build your own mobile app and, and incur that cost and that risk of building yeah. a, a mobile app. Uh, and then you've got to think of the maintenance of it, right? Uh, you know, Apple and, and Google release, you probably don't realize this as a, as a mobile user, but they probably release about a dozen updates a year. One right. or two major that you probably hear about, but there's a dozen more that you don't hear about. You know, when it's your app, you've got to maintain that. You've got to check it against each new release, you know, and you've got to uh, make adjustments for it. So. Um, you know, and sometimes there's big adjustments, sometimes there's small adjustments. You know, um, one of the uh, bigger adjustments was, say, recently Apple just released their dark mode, for example, right? Every right. single app now needs to adjust for dark mode, you know? So you have to pay your, your mobile app team to build that in and fix that. So there's, just, there's, there's updates all the time. So it's not just the initial cost of building a mobile app. You've got to uh, think of uh, maintaining it, and then you've got to think of, oh, no, there's this feature or an enhancement that I want. You have to continually going out uh, to your team or to your contractors and, and having those things built in. And I guess that, that people aren't paying more for you to do that. That's just in the monthly fee. Is it you? Yeah. Absolutely. And I suppose that as more, the more clients you have coming on board, the more things that they may suggest that benefits everybody, I guess, as well. I don't know whether Absolutely. you. That's a good point. Yes, in fact, we we thrive on that. You no, know, a lot of our, our current features come from our existing clients. Yeah. You say, hey, you no, know, the app would be great if it could do this or it could do that, uh, and that's why we make everything configurable. Because what may be great for you, you know, may not be great for someone else. You may not want that that uh, feature or or, or 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 option. So we make it all configurable. And that's kind of what I like about the fact that you and I are speaking is that you are accessible. So. You know, I'm not speaking to your junior salesperson pitching this product. This right. is your product. You're talking about it. You're passionate about it. Now, your background might not be in recruitment, but you're fully immersed in this space with the with the app. We are. I go to every conference. 
know, um, that you know, um, our, our company size that we should have a presence in uh, a lot in 2020 coming up. So we've got quite a few coming up in 2020, um, yeah. which is pretty you know, exhausting. But uh, it's fantastic to get out there and, and talk to people. You, know, you get yeah. such great ideas from this uh, industry. There's small firms and there's huge firms, right? And they all kind of contribute their, their ideas and tell you, you know, what, where they think the trends are and wouldn't it be great if you could do this. And mm -hmm. it's just it's a, it's a rich environment that um, I'm really excited to to be in the industry. Yeah, no, I, I do think it's a really great thing. I think it's just about people getting their head around the fact that this is necessary. And I think possibly that for many recruiters, that's the barrier. So um, I'm going to be sharing this show later on on um, my blog. And I'm, I'm probably going to ask a few questions of a few businesses who I know are in the recruiting space who are, I think, fairly forward thinking um, and ask them how they're investigating this themselves. I'll tag a few people, get a few leads your way as well. But I do, I do think it's interesting that what they perceive to be the barrier might be they've already got mobile sorted and they absolutely haven't. That'd be great. You're going to run into at least one that's built their own app. And I think you're going to uh, be shocked to know the cost and yeah. the disappointment that they have in that, you know, um, you know they, the risk that they, they, they um, undertook to, to get it done. It may be fine for them, but they, the, the time it took for them to do it and the, the risk they, they incurred in the cost, I think they're going to really, they, uh, after knowing there's something else out there, I think they, uh, you're going to get a lot of uh, shock responses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I've really enjoyed chatting with you. I think it's a really interesting product. Um, I think that, um, you know, we're going to hear a lot more of you, like you say, in 2020. Um, I doubt we'll see an, an event in the UK, but if you are coming over, let me know. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I'd love to catch up with you again. So, like I say, if anyone's watching this and wants to contact Rick, Website address is in the um, sidebar. I will put it on all the other content where we share this show. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, do. I'm back next week with an entirely different topic. Um, same time, same place. But thanks ever so much for joining me, Rick. Thanks again. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye. bye. If you would like to hear more from UK Recruiter and Recruiter Zone, go to the blog section on our website, ukrecruiter.co.uk.